0: Yo what is going on everyone my name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video I'm bringing you guys week three running back start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. We are going to be discussing every single matchup from Thursday night football all the way until Monday night football and talk about which running backs I'm going to be starting and which running backs I'm going to lay down on the bench and sit in each and every single matchup so if at any point inside of this video you guys end up enjoying you end up having a great time please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below my goal is to hit 8,500 subscribers before Sunday kicks off. Also, before we get right into it, please make sure to listen to a word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlightDFS.com. Overlay DFS has introduced a new fantasy football game for the 2020 fantasy football season. It is called the Match Up Shop. It is the player versus player game that includes real life aspects of betting with the spread. So pretty much it's fantasy points of a player versus fantasy points of another player, just with the addition of the spread. So in this scenario right here, we have Matt Ryan versus Mitch Trubisky. If you bet Mitch Trubisky, you get an additional 8.5 fantasy points. Whereas if you bet Matt Ryan, you get it, You lose point. You lose negative 8.5 fantasy points for that game who wins head-to-head with the spread is going to be the winner it is very simple anyone can figure it out even I can win on there so thank you guys all for listening to this spiel real quick make sure you guys check it out because you guys do all that research and you want to win some money with it make sure you check out overlaydfs.com link down below in the description. And we are back. Make sure you check out OverlightDFS.com. Link down below in the description. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Week 3, running back start or sit decisions. We began here with the Thursday night football game my Miami Dolphins at the Jacksonville Jaguars. In this game, there's really only one running back that's even worth note, and that is James Robinson. Now, James Robinson came out of nowhere like a Randy Orton RKO because James Robinson Frankly, I had no idea who he was until this year. I really had no clue who he was, but he showed up, and this guy is a goddamn beast. All the running backs are getting Corona. All this, all that on the Jaguars. These guys not playing. That guy's not playing. We trade away Leonard Fournette. And James Robinson has been a staple in fantasy football lineups for the last two weeks. This guy has been very dangerous and very, very good for your lineup. And going up against the Miami Dolphins, I expect nothing except for a pretty solid game out of James Robinson this week. For the other running backs of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Chris Thompson. Is is just going to be a sit for me. He just has not proved to me yet that he is going to be as involved in the pass-catching game as he should be. James Robinson seeing 100% of the snaps in the rushing game out of the running backs. Now, Gardner Minshew as well as... LaVishka Chenault have been getting touches in the backfield, but it's because, obviously, Gardner's the quarterback, so he can just run whenever, and they run plays to get LaVishka Chenault the ball, but LaVishka Chenault's a wide receiver. James Robinson's running back, so he is seeing 100% of the carries out of the backfield as a running back. I'm sitting down all Dolphins running backs, Gaskin, Howard, Matt Breida. If you were to start one, it would be Miles Gaskin. I just feel like he is going to see a majority of the touches, but somehow, some way, Jordan Howard always ends up in the end zone at the end of the week. That's just what happens when the Dolphins get on the one, two, three yard line. They hammer the ball to the fucking boulder, the wrecking ball, Jordan Howard. Next game here, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the New England Patriots to begin the early slate of games. In this game, I like Josh Jacobs, obviously. Josh Jacobs is a start every single week. No matter how good the Patriots' defense is against the run, even though they don't have the greatest defense against the run, Josh Jacobs is going to perform. He did end up getting banged up in the Monday night game up against the New Orleans Saints, but as I'm recording this, I've seen zero reports of him not playing. He did end up coming back into the game later on the Monday night football game and played very well in that win up against the New Orleans Saints. Up against the Patriots, it is going to be a close game, and they are going to have to be running the ball a lot in this offense fair and Josh Jacobs is just so involved in the game that he's a lock and loaded player in my lineup every single week now for the Patriots James White is going to be a start bearing that he plays now obviously last week he lost his mother or his father I believe in a car accident I'm so sorry I forgot which one both of them got in a car accident very terrible situation not going to try to say anything about this just a terrible situation for James White and I hope that the guy is okay So he may not play on Sunday. I have no idea if he will or not. So that's just where I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to be sitting down Jalen Rashard, Rex Burkhead, and Sonny Michelle. If James White happens to miss, I would be fine starting Sonny Michelle or Rex Burkhead in his absence. For the Raiders, I'm only starting Josh Jacobs. Jalen Rashard definitely would be a bench player for me. I looked it up. It was indeed James White's father. I did not want to kind of say the wrong thing here. So very sorry for James White's family and for James White. Obviously, I hope that the guy... Is Okay. Next game to talk about here, the 49ers at the New York Football Giants. I'm going to be starting up Jarek McKinnon in this game for the 49ers. Now McKinnon, obviously the only healthy running back there. Seems like Tevin Coleman not going to play. And obviously Raheem Mostert is not going to play up against that Giants defense. It just seems like Jarek McKinnon should have an absolute Thanksgiving feast with that New York Football Giants defense. So I think he should have a good game. Now I do like Devontae Freeman for the Giants, but he's an eh, because I probably want to see what happens before I go ahead and fire one of these running backs out there. Seems like Freeman will be the lead back there, though. Against the 49ers defense, obviously, was a tough defense. Now they're losing multiple pieces to that defense for the whole year. Bosa goes out. Solomon Thomas goes out. So it may not even be that great of a defense. So it seems like maybe Devonta Freeman will be able to exploit that. But understand again, Devonta Freeman hasn't played all year, just got picked up. How used will he be? How good will he even be? So that's why he's an eh for me. If you want to start him, if you have to start him, go ahead and do it. If not, I typically look away from all these Giants running backs on week one. That's why Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman are going to be a for me this week. Next matchup, we have the Washington football team going up against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Now, this is going to be a game that I think is going to be much closer than a lot of people think. I think the Browns are going to be close to the Washington football team in this game due to the Washington football team having a very good defensive line. Now, understand, just because they have a good defensive line doesn't mean you bench Nick Chubb, doesn't mean you bench Kareem Hunt. It just means to temper their expectations. They both blew the back out of the Cincinnati Bengals defense last week. Now, they're playing up against an actual defense that has actually good players in the front seven. So, don't be surprised if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt aren't blowing the back out of the uh, Washington football team, but I do expect them to be pretty decent in this game and to be guys that you are going to be wanting to have in your lineup for the Washington football team. It seems like Antonio Gibson is finally the guy there. It took them the first week of giving the ball 7,000 times to Peyton Barber and all the running backs there, for them to realize that Antonio Gibson is clearly the guy so to me, he is going to be a start every single week now, seems like he is going to be very involved unless Riverboat Ron pulls some type of fucking switcheroo and just doesn't play him this week and then he shits the bed and then I'm just all out on all Washington football team running backs I'm sitting down, J.D. McKissin titties as well as Peyton Barber in this game, just don't see them being all that involved in this affair up against the Cleveland Browns next game here we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Philadelphia Eagles, now if you You guys have have been here for a while. You know my love for Joe Mixon. I'm starting him again. Now, understandably, you can bench him. If you have like three solid running backs or two solid running backs already and you want to play a wide receiver in your flex, go ahead and bench Joe Mixon. The Eagles, I just don't know about that defense. I don't even know about the offense. They're 0-2. Carson Wentz has looked awful. But the highlight of that last game was Miles Sanders coming back after that injury. Missed up against the Washington football team. Ends up playing last week up against the LA Rams, who have a very tough run defense. And he was absolutely able to devour them. So, Miles Sanders seems like he may be a great start this week. I would definitely lock him in. Joe Mixon, again, Boy, down the side of caution, if you don't have kind of a safe running back too, you play Joe Mixon. If you do, maybe you want to avoid Joe Mixon, but I'm still on the train. I still think he is going to continue to get better. Week 1, he was awful. Week 2, he was okay, and I expect him to continue to keep getting better until he's one of those guys that is a running back one like I personally believed he was early in the season. I understand if you guys are pissed that I got that guy wrong, but I have gotten a lot of these players wrong. I talked up a lot of these players, and they were very correct, so go ahead and... Uh, Happy about that, but Joe Mixon obviously hasn't been all that great. But I do expect a bounce back week this week up against the Philadelphia Eagles. I would assume that the coach over there, Zach Taylor, watched the game and realized, Holy shit, in the first half when we were giving the ball to Joe Mixon and we're dumping the ball off to him, he's actually doing something with the ball. Whereas when you dump the ball off to Joe Giovanni Bernard, he just doesn't do anything. I'm sitting down Giovanni Bernard, he is only going to be useful in fantasy football if Joe Mixon was to get hurt. And I'm also going to be sitting down Boston Scott he's useless unless Miles Sanders was to go down, and even when Sanders wasn't there, Boston Scott was completely and utterly useless. Next game here, we got the LA Rams at the Buffalo Bills, and I'm going to be starting up Darrell Henderson in this game. Now, why am I starting up Darrell Henderson? Because he balled the fuck out last week. Now, Malcolm Brown seems to be hurt. Cam Akers definitely hurt, likely going to miss this game. Malcolm Brown could end up playing, but even in that case, I think I still would roll Darrell Henderson out, but understand he's playing up against a tough Buffalo Bills defense, so don't expect the greatest of games out of him, but I as a flex option, you definitely could do much worse. For the Bills running backs, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, they just eat too much into each other's workload. Whoever ends up scoring a touchdown in this game, if one was to, would be the person that you wanted to start in this game that Rams defense is very tough up against the run I don't know how you're trying to run up against Aaron Donald he's gonna come up there smash the lineman over and beat the shit out of you while he's on the ground if you guys saw that video from week one Cam Akers or not Cam Akers fucking Aaron Jones or not Aaron Jones Aaron Donald picked up the fucking lineman moved him over picked up Zeke and fucking slammed him straight into the ground That guy's just, he's simply built different, so I would be very scared to start any of these running backs from the Bills this week. Next game here, we got the Texans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I always called them the Philadelphia Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the steel goddamn curtain out. James Conner, he's just going to be a start every week, right? When he's healthy now, I'm just going to feel confident starting him because there's no way anyone else is going to be involved in the offense unless he is to go down. If James Conner gets hurt, then it's Benny Snell time, but if James Conner is healthy. If he's suiting up, you're just going to have to play him. So I'm playing him this week up against a not-so-hot Texans defense. David Johnson is very eh because he kind of got shut down last week up against the Baltimore Ravens. I don't expect him to have all that big of a game this week. The only way I see him really doing good is if he's seeing a lot of dump-off work, kind of like how Saquon Barkley week one had a terrible game on the ground, just rushed for like six total fucking yards, but then ended up crawling back straight into the game because of the fact that they just dumped the ball off to Saquon Barkley so many times, and maybe just maybe that's how David Johnson does good in this game, but understand that this is not a very good matchup for Mr. David Johnson. Next game, here we got the Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. In this game, I'm starting up David Montgomery. Now, last week, David Montgomery got hurt in the middle of the game. He gets hurt, right? And then he just revives himself. He was like the fucking Undertaker gif where he just flies back up, bang, back alive. That's what happened. They, like, snapped his neck back into place. We need to give the Bears chiropractor a huge raise. And you want to know who doesn't get a huge raise? The Chargers doctor who somehow stabbed Tyrod Taylor in the lung. In the fucking lung. How do you do that? But we'll talk about that later. David Montgomery, definitely start here up against the Atlanta Falcons defense. The Atlanta Falcons defense is embarrassing. They are an embarrassment to the NFL Football League, the National Football League. They suck complete and utter wee-wee. So I think David Montgomery is going to have another day here on Sunday. Todd Gurley is a start, but he's in eh up against the Chicago defense. It just seems like if Todd Gurley doesn't score a touchdown, he is going to be very bad in fantasy football. So when you roll him out there, just understand you're really rooting for that touchdown. I'm sitting down Tariq Cohen. Unless David Montgomery's hurt, I am not playing Tariq Cohen. Next game here, we got the Le Titans, the Tennessee Titans at the Minnesota Vikings. Derrick Henry, obviously a start every single week. I understand he had a bad game last week up against the Jaguars where he typically just dominates them, 50 Shades of Grey style, but I like Derrick Henry in this matchup up against a not-so-hot Minnesota Vikings defense for Dalvin Cook. He's a start every single week as well. It doesn't matter how shit this offense is. They just jam the ball straight down Dalvin Cook's throat and have to have him put the team on his back. Darren Schopper, hold my dick. If anyone's ever seen that video, that is an excellent video of Marshawn Lynch. What a freak. So I like Dalvin Cook in this game, as well as Derrick Henry. Should have been pretty obvious, though. You drafted him in the first round. Unless they're playing up against an impossible defense, you're probably going to be starting them. Next game here, we begin the midday slate. So if you guys have enjoyed thus far, I remind you to please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Again, it's free, and I put out content every single day to help you guys dominate your 2020 Fantasy Football League. This game, probably going to be a snoozer. Jets at the Colts. Every game the Jets play is a snoozer. How many games do you guys think it is going to take for Adam Gaze to get fired. Let me know. How many more weeks do you think Adam Gaze survives? Does he survive to the trade deadline? Does he survive to the bye week? What happens? How long is it going to take? Because Adam Gaze is a goddamn idiot. I don't understand it at all, how he's still a head coach. But with that said, this is going to be a roll Jonathan Taylor game out there. Wouldn't be surprised if he was the number one running back on the week, the Jets' defense is awful. Jonathan Taylor gets fed the rock like his name was Ezekiel Elliott. He just devours defenses week in and week out. He eats those fuckers for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and for dessert, Jonathan Taylor is going to devour the New York football Jets defense. I'm sitting down Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines shit the bed last week. Unless it's going to be a game that is going to be close, I don't think Naheem Hines is all that involved. This game, in my opinion, not going to be close, so I'm going to sit down Naheem Hines. I'm also going to be sitting down Frank Gore and friends who are the Jets running backs, So we're just not going to be good because Adam Gaze is an idiot. Next game up, we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, you're starting up Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott had quite the good game last week up against the Atlanta Falcons, a game they should have lost, a game they had no right winning, and they still end up winning the game. The Seahawks play a great game up against the New England Deflatriots. Russell Wilson was cooking, but it didn't seem to matter because Chris Carson is very involved in the pass-catching game of the Seattle Seahawks offense, so I think we see Chris Carson very involved yet again in this game up against the Cowboys, a back-and-forth affair where both teams do still like to run the ball a decent amount, and I'm going to be sitting down Tony Pot- In this game, unless Ezekiel Elliott was to ever go down, Tony Pollard is definitely a bench for me every single week. Next game here, we got the Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. In this game, I really only like one running back, and that is Kenyon Drake. Now, Kenyon Drake has pretty much disappointed the first two weeks of the season, but the team has won two games, so no need to complain on Kenyon Drake's Twitter because Kenyon Drake doesn't give a fuck on Twitter. He's like, I don't care if I lost your fantasy game. We're 2-0. And if you don't want to believe in me, trade me because then someone else is going to be able to get me in their league, in your league, who appreciates me more and will actually be good for them. So maybe some people ship them off, but this is going to be a great game. Plays up against the Lions, a team they can easily run on. I expect Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and Kenyon Drake all to have big games this week up against the Detroit Lions. For the Lions, it's just a shit show at the running back position. AP, DeAndre Swift, Carryon Johnson. Last week, I believe Carryon Johnson was the one to find the end zone every single week. It is going to be a shit show. So I'd probably just say all of them down until one of them was to get knocked out for the season or something to where it becomes more and more clear about which running back you can start on a weekly basis for Chase Edmonds. I'm setting him down as well. Unless Kenya Drake was to go down or unless you're in a super deep league, I wouldn't really want to play Chase Edmonds because he really revolves around that touchdown. Next game here is the Panthers at the Chargers. We just talked about this, how Tyrod Taylor's lung got punctured by the doctor. Terrible to learn, to be honest with you, that that's what happened to Tyrod Taylor. I wish him the best of luck. While I don't think he's a very good quarterback, I don't like seeing guys getting hurt, obviously for shit reasons like that. Now, Herbert's going to be the starter, which is a great thing for a man named Austin Eckler, Mr. Clean, the guy with the bald hair. This guy is a fucking beast when Jonathan or not Jonathan Taylor. Justin Herbert the pervert is out there at quarterback because Justin Herbert does something that Terod Taylor just can't seem to figure out, which is to dump the ball off and throw the ball to the best player on the fucking field. And you want to know who the best player on the field is? He wears number 30. He's like very fucking short. He's lean, but his flow is so mean. It is Austin Eckler of the Los Angeles Chargers. I believe Austin Eckler devours that Panthers defense. He rips them to absolute shreds he goes full Wolverine on their ass with the claws because I think Austin Eckler is going to have a fantastic game now that Justin Herbert is starting at the quarterback position for the Panthers I like Mike Davis in this game CMC sadly goes down now on the IR likely to miss obviously over three games now that's how long the IR lasts so over three games For Christian McCaffrey being gone while he's gone, Mike Davis is going to be an excellent start considering Teddy Bridgewater threw the ball to him eight times in that game after Christian McCaffrey got hurt. For the Chargers as well, I like Joshua Kelly. I don't like him as much. As when Terad was starting, in my opinion, I just thought that Tarad would get him more involved because they're running the ball and you run the ball more with Joshua Kelly than you do with Austin Eckler. But with that said, I think both of these running backs could have an excellent game up against a not-so-good Carolina Panthers defense. Next game here, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady going up against the Broncos and Blake Bortles. Now, right now, I have no idea if Blake Bortles is actually going to start. Maybe Jeff Driscoll starts. Either way, this just does not seem like a great game to be our Buccaneers running back. It just doesn't seem to because every week doesn't seem like a great week to be one of them because one of them is going to be very good every single week and the other one is not going to be very good. So with that said, last week we saw Fournette be the good running back. So go ahead, start Fournette. If Fournette blows out the back of the Denver Broncos, I would not be surprised. If Ronald Jones does, I would not be surprised. If none of them did anything, I would not be surprised because this fucking shit show from Bruce Arians makes no sense at all. But for now, Leonard Fournette seems to be the guy, so I'm going to go ahead and fire him up. For the Broncos with Philip Lindsay injured, I'm going to be playing Melvin Gordon every single week until Philip Lindsay comes back, and then at that point, you have to bench Melvin Gordon again, and he's probably a guy that I would look to trade after this week or already considering he's not going to be as good when Philip Lindsay is healthy and I'm sitting down Ronald Jones like I said really have no idea how to read this Bucks running back room I think that Leonard Fournette is the guy but I thought last week that Ronald Jones was the guy and he's not the guy it seems like Jones lost the job to Fournette so maybe if that's true this will be a right call but just understand Bruce Arians is a fucking idiot when it comes to running backs he says one thing does the other he does a tipsy-turvy thing he hasn't even thrown the ball to Rob Gronkowski more than like twice this season so I have no idea What is in Bruce Arians' head, but hey, go ahead and fire up Leonard Fournette. Definitely a risky play with a lot of upside up against the Denver Broncos. Next game here, we got the Packers at the Saints, the Sunday night football special. I'm going to be starting in this game Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara. Pretty obvious. Bitch, you guessed it. Huh? That's like an old vine from back in the day. Obviously, you're going to be starting Aaron Jones on Kamara every single week. These guys are locked and loaded in your lineup, and the running backs behind them are useless unless they were to get hurt. This is a pretty good matchup for both running backs to be involved, both guys that could really run a train on each other's defenses. I'm sitting down A.J. Dolan and Latavius Murray because, again, like I noted, unless one of the top-tier running backs or the guy on their team, the workhorse back, ends up getting hurt, there's no reason to play the guy behind them. And final game of the week, the Monday Night Football Special, the best game of the week, the Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. In this game, I'm starting up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He did have a down game week two after having a momentous game week one on Thursday night football up against the Houston Texans. I expect a bounce back game here from prime time. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Maybe. That's a funny nickname there. Get it, prime time because in the Primetime games, he plays good, like Primetime Dion Sanders. I like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in this game up against the Ravens. The Ravens defense is good, but again, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is very good, and he is very involved in the pass-catching game, and they are going to be passing a lot up against the Baltimore Ravens for the Ravens. I just have no idea what to do with this backfield. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, me and Tyler in our trade show have advised shipping these guys off, just getting rid of everyone, getting anything you can, because it's going to be a shit show unless one of them gets hurt. If Ingram gets hurt, then I'll feel comfortable starting J.K. Dobbins. If Dobbins gets hurt, maybe then I'll start Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram, but right now, I have no fucking idea what to do. Seems like on a weekly basis, it's going to be a different running back every single week, so I would just stay away, put them all on your bench, duck and cover, and hopefully... You made the right decision of benching all of them since it seems like it's been a different running back for the first two weeks of the season. I expect it to be no different in week number three when the fifth string running back scores four touchdowns in this game up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So thank you guys all for watching this video. Again, if you ended up enjoying at all during this video, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I love each and every single one of you guys. Please make sure to check out Overlay DFS as well down below in the description. Have a great rest of your guys' day and I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with some more heaters of a video as well as a live stream for Thursday night football. Good boy.